Well, hey there. Welcome to day 23 of the Get Up and Go Challenge. Sharon Horn Nelson here. And we're going to talk about the change and the challenge cycle today. This was from an earlier video, but it's, it's got to do with a little bit about what we're talking about today. Now, we just finished our third time through the SOAP framework. And I'd like to say I'm not going to talk about the SOAP framework today, but guess what? Guess where it came from? The SOAP framework came from the change and challenge cycle. And I want to just go a little deeper on this in a little more detail today, just kind of for a break to catch up, take our breath, get our breath, catch our breath, and, and figure out what direction do we want to go next. And the SOAP framework is, it's the, the absolute bare down, K-I-S-S, keep it simple version of a, a change process, which is of course the challenge process. Because guess what? Challenge and change are synonyms, right? They both really mean the same thing. Anytime something is different, a challenge, it can be a challenge, an obstacle, it can be a good change, right? But we respond the same way to good changes as we do bad changes. Maybe we get excited versus afraid. Guess what? Emotionally, excitement and fear are the same, the same level of, um, of energy. One's just more positive and the one's a little more negative. And so that's definitely a discussion for another day. But I wanted to go in more detail about the change and challenge cycle and why it's important and how we're able to interact with it on, in every step of the way. A couple other things I wanted to say about it is, like so many things in our life, it's a cycle, it's a circle, right? The process, and most of the processes in our lives are circular, right? Our, our digestive system is, is circular, in, gets used for energy, out in gets used for energy out it's, it's things that go over and over and over again and are repeated day and night the cycle of day and night on our planet we have all we all experience that no matter what that's going to keep going on day and night day and night same with our seasons depending on where you live you experience the seasons differently but everywhere on the planet has variation in the weather and variation in the seasons and one of the interesting things about day and night and cycles and seasons changing is that some of the most beautiful and interesting things happen at the transition points. Think of sunrise and sunset. Probably some of the most breathtaking experiences and times of day are, you know, sunrise and sunset. The same is true in our lives with challenges and with change. Change, as much as we humanly want to push against it, we want things to always be the same, we really don't. We want variety and change and and things to be different in our lives, even if we say we want certainty and we want some level of certainty, but we also need some level of variety and some level of change. One thing about change, it's absolutely positively inevitable. There's nothing we can do about it, you know, until you die and cease to exist on the planet, you will be impacted, experiencing, and be the creator of change in the world. Every decision, every thought you think, every belief you have impacts everything around you, especially your life. And so we are actually at the at the intersection of, the, of and we're actually the creators of change. So let's talk about the change cycle. I will take a snapshot of this and put it in the comments and hopefully you can make um, more out of my writing than I can. It's not exactly the, the neatest on the planet. Um, Vision challenges create writing challenges and communication challenges as well. So I try not to write very many things these days because people are like, what even does that say? And I'm like, I don't know, can't help you. Even with the magnifying glass, can't help you, can't figure it out. So the change cycle happens when, and we're in it, 
all the time actually perpetually because change is always happening in absolutely some area or aspect of our life but it's the changes that we notice that are going to cause us to consciously respond or react to them and i'm talking about our conscious but we're pushing it down to our subconscious way of responding to challenges or changes so the first thing that happens is we notice on a conscious level something's changed or something's different or something's affecting us or impacting us uh, for me for an example um, over the last couple of days i've noticed that my my right eye is getting inflamed and having challenges it's really really red it's not right now because i put in some some red out eye drops but for the most part it's pretty it's pretty funky and that's a symptom and a signal to me that something has changed in my environment in my body in my health or my mental well-being or my stress level and I need to pay attention to that inflammation is a clear symptom that something's going on with me and inflammation in my eye headaches and red so an event something happens something happens that gets to the point of our attention it gets our attention and so the next thing we do and this is where the S came in is we we ask ourselves well what does this mean what does this change mean and so the second step is first something happens and we we consciously are aware of it then everything comes into play our beliefs our thoughts our feelings our mindset what's going on in other areas and aspects of our life it all colors how we see what our situation is right now and what story we're telling ourselves about that situation right so that's where the s in our soap framework comes in is you know what's going on right now what is absolutely positively going on right now and part of it is just we need to look at it sometimes we're just so busy running through our lives guilty that a lot of stuff is going on a lot of stuff is changing and it's just breezing right by us we're not even seeing it we're not even paying attention to it we're missing it consciously because we're just trying to to get through what's going on and we can do that for a while but at some point something is going to have happen that is so loud and so demanding it it makes us pay attention to that so what's our current situation what the heck is going on and then what do we want? What do we want to be our life to be like? What do I physically want my health to be like? What do I want my energy level to be like? What do I want to have for money in the bank? Or what do I want to have for access to resources um, versus where I am now? And, and it's just a matter of identifying the end point, where I want to be, what I want, what my big goal is, and then being really honest about, well, where am I? And then once you do that, there's this natural pull and tendency to say, okay, this is where I am but this is where I want to be and automatically we will start doing things thinking believing and feeling in ways that pull us toward the thing that we want it's the cool thing about humans we we see something we want it and all of a sudden not just our conscious mind but our subconscious and every every aspect of us starts working toward that now if we can add a little bit of an intention and do it on purpose all the better which is where the O in our soap framework comes in right the next step is thinking about and really saying all right I, I see this big gap how the heck and what the heck can I do next to start to fill it and we start looking at our options and and again I keep coming back to brainstorming because it's so freaking easy and anybody can do it just start writing it down just start writing down just start capturing them on post-it notes or whatever these are actually official post-it notes my dad worked at 3m his whole career so definite post-it fan here uh, but what do we do what are all the possibilities and we just we just start a list or a notebook or something of all the possible things we could do whether we're gonna actually ever do them or not like I think of of what would the ultimate how could I ultimately help people and serve them the best well if they came and they stayed with me 
for a week, I could just dump everything I know, show them all my resources, everything I know I could dump on them, and then they would guaranteed be successful, right? There's no way you can know all the junk in my head, put it out there, and not figure something out, whatever it is you're trying to figure out. So that would be the ultimate. Guess what? I'm not having anybody come to my house for a week. Number one, I'd have to clean up everything in my life and be organized because that is what would be expected, and that's probably not going to happen. Plus, I value my time and energy, and I have routines that I like, so I don't want anybody being in my life and following me around for a week. But that would be like the ultimate option. So that's something that's on my list, but I'm probably never going to do that. I mean, I do events, and I'll do a couple-day events, but I'm not going to probably ever have somebody come and stay with me for even a day, much less a week. Maybe, though, day in the life. I could probably do one day, but not a whole week. Uh, But that leads us to actually opening up our minds to the possibility that something good could come out of this change. Something good could come out of this event. Something else is possible. I don't just have to stay here frozen, procrastinating, feeling sorry for myself, feeling like a victim, blaming everything else in the world, and just feeling like I'm stuck and there's nothing that I can do about it. So we look at the more possibilities we can look at, the more open we are, the more things we'll see. If we're open to, well, geez, I wonder how so-and-so got this result, and we start researching it online, we will be actually overwhelmed and inundated with information because anything you can imagine that you want to do, be, achieve, or have, I guarantee there's a story about someone on the internet that's done something so similar, you're going to be like, oh my God, that's my story. They're telling my exact story. How did this person have the same exact experience that I've been having? And and how do I get the results that they've gotten now? Because they got out of the situation I'm in, and I want those results too. So that's where the O comes in, the options. We're, We're considering options, possibilities, and there's infinite possibilities, not just one or two possible solutions. Leads us to the next step in our framework and the process, which is choose something and take some action. You know, nothing happens. We can think until we're blue in the face, but if we don't actually do something, move, get up and go, and and take an action in the step of the direction of what we want, we're not ever going to get there. We are never going to sit on our sofas and, and dream and visualize and imagine what we want if we don't get up on off the sofa. You know, somebody, here's, here's, a, here's an example. You could fantasize and dream and wish that an airplane would drop a suitcase of money on your front porch until you, you know, till you die. But if you're not willing to get up off the couch and go look out the door, even if the suitcase landed on your front porch, you're not going to actually get that, that uh, thing that you want, those resources that you want, because you're not willing to even get up off the couch and, and, get, and, and open the door to, to see the suitcase. Um, so some action is required. We have to take a step toward what we want. Um, so we choose something off of our brainstorm list, and we just we, we take a step toward it. We act on it. So say you're going to call a person that you want to have, um, you want to talk to them and pick their brain or interview them about a result that they have that you want. So say you want to interview millionaires. How many people have become millionaires interviewing other successful people and millionaires you know, I think of T. Harv Ecker. T. Harv Ecker uh, teaches us all about the millionaire mind now, and he's gotten all kinds of best-selling books and all these accolades. But he was, just like many of us, struggling and failing at different businesses over time until he figured out and actually asked people and modeled their behavior and 
and achieved his own level of result. But he had to actually be curious enough to ask people and to then start doing what was right for him based on the information from the different sources that he, he achieved. So then we notice we do something. We take an action and we're like, all right, well, I fell flat on my face trying to do that burpee and therefore I'm never going to do another burpee. Or you say, hey, maybe I did that burpee wrong and I need to try again until I get it, until I understand how to do a burpee. Now, there's a specific reason I'm talking about burpees because I hate burpees. I cannot do burpees. I, I dislike burpees. And maybe someday down the road, I will do a burpee challenge because I want to overcome my resistance to burpees. But my point is the same, whether it's a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationship, or contribution type of goal. Remember our key areas of our life? There's seven of them. And you could boil them all down like Russell Brunson does to health, wealth, and relationships. And I don't think he's the one that invented that, but those are the three core needs and drivers of human behavior with respect to marketing. So, and I, Tony Robbins is the one that, that I learned, and I'm sure he got it from Jim Rohn or some other motivational speaker, or maybe it came from Think and Grow Rich. I don't know, but, you know, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial relationships and contribution. Those are the seven areas that I've been talking about for decades, that I've been working on in my own life for decades, and will continue to work on till the day I die. Because guess what? The one thing that nobody ever tells you is, you're never gonna be done. You are never gonna be done becoming the person that you're meant to be. We are continuously improving, evolving human beings, and we'll strive for things, but as soon as we get close, to the thing that we say we believe we want the most, guess what? Another thing will replace it and will another thing and another thing and another thing. If, do you remember what you drove as your first car? If, you, if you've got a car, I, I remember working really, really hard to, to fix up a 62 Pontiac because it was something somebody had traded my dad and it sat in the, in the corral literally for a few years because nobody needed to drive it. We weren't old enough to drive. But as we got old enough to drive, my mom had a car, my dad had a car, and I had an older sister that could already drive, and I was like, I want to drive. What am I going to drive? I want some freedom once I get my driver's license. So for an entire summer, I worked on fixing up this 62 Pontiac, and it had, you know, the seats were eaten out by mice in the back seat, so I had to replace the seats. It was, it was just a, a bad vehicle, but it ran, right? It ran, and it had a radio that had off, or full blast as the volume control. So guess what? My friends and I, we like full blast. <laughs> so I fixed it up, got it running, and that was my first car. Well, guess what? It wasn't very long that I drove that car when I started wanting a better car, right? I wanted a nicer, better car. And over the years, I got nicer and better and better and better cars to a couple of years ago when I couldn't drive anymore. Then I'm, now, I don't care one bit about cars. But for me, and I don't, I've never really cared about cars. I just wanted something to get me from point A to point B, but even I wanted nicer and nicer and nicer vehicles as I was going through my experience. Once I got what I wanted, oh, I want a nicer car. Oh, I like this, but I want a nicer car. Oh, I like this, but I want a nicer something, or I want to upgrade. So we're always becoming and continually improving and moving toward what we want. Sometimes that's an upward spiral. Sometimes that's a downward spiral, depending on what's going on in our lives and depending on the choices and the experiences we have and what we choose to take and learn from those experiences. So results, you get a result, good or bad, whatever it is, it's just a result. And the, the, the key here, no matter what happens, you're excited that you figured something out. Either you found out what works or you found out what doesn't work. So guess what? We don't do more of what doesn't work. 
we either tweak it and change it and try something else or some other version of it until we get a, the results that we want. And we keep going through that cycle. Again, a cycle of things over and over and over and over again until we get a result that's moving us toward what we want. And that, I think the trick is you just be resilient and stubborn and you just refuse to give up. If it's something that you want, you understand you've done the deep work to ask yourself, well, why do I want this? And it's something you really want, you'll be committed to it. And once you commit to it, you just don't let anything stop you. No matter what, there's always a way to figure everything out that you want. So results, what is the result? Good, bad, do more of it or not? And then cycle through that. And then at some point you'd be like, oh my God, this absolutely positively works. It really, really works. If I put my phone in the other room, I, I have to get up to turn it off or it's just gonna keep going off. It's gonna drive me nuts. And then you try that for a few days and you're like, oh my God, that perfectly works. As soon as my alarm goes off, I'm out of bed and I'm, I'm going in the other room to turn it off. Then the trick is, you know, you turn it off and you don't go back into the room and, and climb back into your bed. But you find out that the, the alarm in the other room absolutely positively works. A super simple thing, right? You might have tried four or five other things. Maybe you tried setting three or four alarms in your room and that didn't work. But you then heard from somebody, hey, put your alarm clock in the other room. You try it and it works for you. Or whatever it is, whatever area or aspect of your life. But you try something and when it works, you make it automatic. So if I discover something that makes me feel really good. Say I find a new supplement or a new energy drink or an, I'm not an energy drink person so that was a bad example but a new something that makes me feel really good in some area or aspect of my life. I'm going to make that a permanent part of my repertoire. What I do, I'm going to automate, I'm going to turn it into a process, a system, I'm going to automate it, delegate it, get somebody else to do it for me, find a way to make it a habit and make sure that I always just do that thing. And it's like kind of the only way we can function in any way, shape, or form that's that's sort of efficient as humans. We all create our own rituals, our own routines, our own ways of doing things, and we keep doing that, whether it's good or bad for us, we keep following those same patterns, those same rituals, those same routines, until something happens, a change, a challenge, an event, something outside of us usually stimulates that change, or something inside of us stimulates our desire to change. Usually it's related to pain. Usually something will hurt us and that causes us to pay attention to it. I hate to say that because we like to think that we're all driven toward what we want in life, but we're absolutely positively not. We are driven to avoid pain and gain pleasure. And we will do way more to avoid pain than we will to gain pleasure. It's just the way we work as human beings. And then after we find something that we're gonna automate, this is our P in our SOAP framework, the progress, we are going to, again, systematize it, automate it, and then guess what? There's gonna, in the interim, something else will come up. Or we're gonna go around and through this process again to get better and better and better results because we're never gonna be done. We're always gonna be evolving and growing and becoming what it is that we're here to become, who it is that we're here to be, and impact the world in the way that we are here to have an impact. And it's different for each of us. Some of us are destined to just be awesome moms and grandmas. Others are destined to be you know, financial or money magnets. Others are destined to be social justice. I, I, I can't think of the word, social justice somethings. Um, some are destined to be whatever it is that we choose to be. But even when we become that, even when we get our certificate or our degree, we're not done yet. We're continually learning and growing and becoming what it is that we wanna be. All right, that's my change cycle challenge uh, 
challenge change cycle little discussion for today and you'll notice that it the foundation underneath all of it is you you and what makes up you is your physical mental emotional spiritual financial relationships contribution all of what makes up you is the foundation of all of this all of our experiences all of our change cycles however we describe it however we experience it all right any questions about this hit me up in the comments below otherwise i will be with you tomorrow with day 24 of our get up and go challenge Get up, go have an awesome day.